0: This episode is sponsored by our Patreon subscribers. Thank you so much for your continued support. If you're not a member yet, you can join our Patreon for as low as $1 per month to support the cast and crew of The Bardic College. Unlock bonus content featuring your favorite players, get exclusive access to shows you can't find anywhere else, and even get a chance to have Raz run a game of your choice. Visit us online at patreon.com slash thebardiccollege.
1: Hello, my name is Lauren, but you probably know me as Katherine Ross. I'm here to let you know that if you love our content and want to feel the same dread, terror, and jubilation that I do, then make sure to check out Lurking Fears when you head out to your next convention. With a great group of professional storytellers, Lurking Fears is able to weave stories that will haunt you and take you to the very edge of madness, which is something I know a little bit about. Now, while specializing in Call of Cthulhu, Lurking Fears also runs games from a variety of other systems. So there's something for everyone. They're committed to running heavy RPG adventures that are driven by the narrative and, of course, by the players' choices. So, check out their Facebook page and follow them to keep on top of which con they'll be hosting games at next. Trust me, you will not be disappointed. Now, let's get back to the action and see what our Keeper Raz has in store for us. But if history has taught us anything, probably going to be bad news.
0: (laughs) You are listening to a 7th edition Call of Cthulhu podcast titled Cthulhu in Cairo brought to you by the Bardic College. Please remember to like, share, and subscribe to the show to receive notifications as our future episodes release. You can visit us on Facebook at the Bardic College. Viewer discretion is advised.
2: Good evening and welcome to Cthulhu and Cairo, brought to you by the Bardic College. I'm Raz, as you well know, and I am joined only by the ladies. So we're going to do, uh, I'm not sure if it was cool in the gang, ladies night, was that?
0: It's ladies night, everyone, buckle in, we're going to have an adventure.
3: <laughs>
2: I'm going on an adventure.
3: We're having mimosas and just enjoying the time. <laughs> we're painting the town.
2: So draw a bath, get a soak, drop a bath bomb, grab a glass of champagne <laughs> and sit back and with your with your with favorite. Fabio-covered romance novel. So, yes, but it's the ladies, and they are about to make a quick phone call to Uncle Al to possibly arrange some financial support for uh, Mrs. Margaret Cousins, who is desperate to get Mohammed Gandhi uh, out of prison because he's been, again, as a conscientious objector and a pacifist, he's always in trouble. So that's sort of what he does. He's just one of those guys. All right, so uh, let me introduce the ladies for you. They are ready to go, Raren and ready to go. We have Ella Walcott is being played by Kayla. How are you tonight, Kay? Ella's very
3: excited to go to New York. This will be her first time there. She's she really wants to get in touch with the local color of the city and you know go about Mister Dawson's home because she thinks there's going to be tons of cool shit in it.
2: Little nuggets, (laughs) yeah. The the color the color of New York is gray, um, but we can
3: (laughs) especially in the 1930s. (laughs)
2: We live in the Northeast, so we're allowed to say that. And playing Faye, who is from New York, uh, is Melinda. How is Melinda this evening?
0: I am doing so good. Um, Faye is actually excited. She hasn't been to New York in, well, since the beginning of this adventure. So she's excited to go home. She's going to go to her house, settle some of her father's affairs. We're going to see what waits for her. Um, I'm going into this optimistic. I'm probably going to get that shattered, but that's okay.
2: It's it's Cthulhu, yeah. And finally, our best traveler, the the woman who brings the ease into traveling, always enjoys a good good flight, a red eye plane. Catherine Ross, how are you tonight, Lauren?
1: I'm just ducky. How are you, Keeper? I'm okay. Excited for ladies' night. Always awesome.
2: So especially since this adventure has always had more ladies than men, so it's ladies' night many nights. Uh, so let's talk. Uh, let's the the phone call is made. From the Imperial Hotel, when you calculate the time difference, and uh, you're trying to, you said the in, your interest was to reach uh, Aloysius Banks, who we have not heard from quite some time. So we will be, I'll be queuing up my Aloysius Banks and uh, allowing, and letting that phone call go through. So do you try to reach him in, in uh, London at the, at the museum, or are you trying to reach him at home? What, what were you thinking of doing?
1: What day of the week is it?
2: Uh, Friday.
1: Oh, he'll be at home.
2: Probably it's a long weekend for him. No matter what, I mean, let's be honest.
1: (laughs) Every weekend's a long weekend for Aloysius Banks. Yeah. Tuesday,
2: Wednesday, Thursday. Maybe he goes in Thursday. He's one of those
1: like reverse, yeah, work week people.
2: Right. Yeah. Like when
1: when Aunt Emily wants him to like spend time with her and like you know be a you know a doting husband, he's like, oh, I must be at the museum. I have things to do. Good God,
2: woman, things. (laughs) You can't monopolize my time. Uh, So yes, so the phone the phone begins to ring. Godfrey, or the butler, picks up and, uh, banks residence.
1: Hi, Godfrey, it's, uh, it's Catherine.
2: Catherine. Oh, Miss Ross. So good to hear from you again.
1: Yeah, y- yes, Godfrey, I-, I know it's been a minute.
2: It has. You are well, I hope?
1: Yeah, I'm, do- I'm doing great. Um, traveling with some companions. How are you?
2: Does it matter?
1: Uh, yes, I asked.
2: Oh, then I am doing well you know great waiting on your uncle and aunt every hour of every day it's a dream you
3: you have the
1: patience (laughs) of a saint my good man
2: and the bunions of a waitress
1: (laughs) oh so (laughs) godfrey um i have a like i you you should have uncle should have written or gotten hold of me i i i tell him how to help himself out. I don't know what the cure for bunions is, but
2: yeah, we're going to reference an old comedy from the eighties called, they're going to, you know, they're going to take me and get my feet scraped. Okay. So, that, um, so yes, uh, you asked for your uncle. I take it at some point.
1: Yeah. yeah I'm as, as charming as Godfrey. Is, oh, I'm not going to stay he's, on he's the phone He's a barrel with of friggin' him. laughs. Yeah. Yeah.
2: So uh, puts the phone down. I will, I will of course fetch him for you, miss. And Thanks. And Thanks Godfrey. Godspeed in your travels.
1: Godspeed to your bunions.
2: God willing, but no speed.
1: <laughs> I'm, I'm sorry for breaking character. <laughs> Mel is losing her cookies. <laughs> I gotta calm
2: down. So the conversation winds down with good old Gottfried, which I'm not even sure his name is Gottfried. I, my notes are, that's so far back in my notes, ladies yeah. and gentlemen. If you remember a different name for him, that's, you know, you can put it, you can send in a comment to us at some point. I also Forward. would
0: not put it past the old, if, if it is a different name, it was an old butler that has since quit because, let's face it, there we go. Aloysius yeah. Banks yes.
2: can be a little demanding.
0: Incredibly so.
2: So, uh, f- hello? Hello? Yes. You there? Uh, Who is this? Yet,
1: Uncle Al, yes, did Godfrey not tell you? It's Catherine.
2: Ka- 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 Catherine? Yes. Are, are, I, did the check not cash?
1: No, Uncle Al, it's you were most generous. And you, more generous than you had to be. I'm just calling to um, tell you that I met a friend of yours. Let me get my pen. My,
2: my checkbook's here somewhere. I, I think I have in my desk somewhere.
1: Uncle Al, that's, I mean, not not the reason why I called,
2: but can't I just call to speak to you? You <laughs> brought this up last time, Catherine, and, and since then I've got to be honest, there's been no call. So I'm, I'm, I'm thinking no. But, uh, but that's the way it is with young people. Busy!
1: Busy! My- Busy, yeah. Um, we had a friend befall a terrible accident. Um, friend? Yeah, one of the men I'm traveling with.
2: Oh, traveling with men. That's... Yeah. Well, it, it, if it Hawkins back to the conversation we had at the museum that night, I can tell you that.
1: What, what, Uncle, which... Uncle Al, if I was just traveling with women, you'd say I was unchaperoned and unsafe. I, uh, Where are you'd you? Li- you'd like him. You'd like him. He's oh. a landowner, some lord type.
2: Oh. That's okay. Tweed.
1: Tweed. Lots of tweed.
2: What's the name of this this fine fellow?
1: Jameson Cavendish the 17th or something.
2: Jameson Cavendish the 17th. That sounds made up. But, uh, but you know what, Catherine? <laughs> no, In this it... day and age, every two-bit... Uh, Harlot has a... Or Charlatan has a, a title. But, that, but uh,
1: Harlot done. Charlatan has a title. You have well, a title.
2: And look at that. What does that say?
1: I I don't know. So... You're
2: out swell. Thanks for asking. <laughs> <laughs>
1: You I barely get a word in edgewise around you. Is she well? How I how know, is it? She,
2: she's at spa or in a spa hey. or somewhere. Does she nice? Does something. he mean bath? No, no, no. She's at the spa.
3: Who's that? One of my companions Oh hello, um, sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt. I slap a hand over
0: Ella's mouth and I just pull her closer and I'm like, shh, we need to get in.
2: So you called, I'm here. I called,
0: yes,
1: and it is so
2: lovely to speak to you. Reverse the charges, I, have, I assume. It's probably the way you did it.
1: Yes. No, no. Wh- whatever it is where I'm paying for it. Jeez. Um, my
2: money. That's irrelevant. That's okay. What, what, what is it?
1: Uncle Al, question. I ran into a friend of yours on my travels, and she mentioned that she was there the night of the gala, she was helping to fund the dig, and she was very upset. Margaret Cousins, she was very upset to hear... That Faye...
2: Margaret Mar- Margaret Cousins? Yeah, Margaret. What, that Mick? What? Are you, where are you? What the heck Uncle, what the hell? Oh, she is a nosy-tot. Constantly in my business. Wrote letter after letter after letter when I sacked that friend of yours. What was her name? Faye Dawson. Yes, that's her.
0: I'm flipping off the
1: phone. <laughs> she wants to know who, got, who replaced Faye on the dig. Well, some, she's somebody
2: just... incredibly qualified. I'm, I'm sure of it. So what's the name? Um, uh, Weiss. 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 Uh, yes, uh, W converts to a V. Reinhardt Weiss. Fine fellow, German. Uh, German. V- Reinhardt Weiss. Yes, German. No. You
1: know. Oh my- god. Tall yeah. blonde
2: thing. That's- All the part of an archaeologist. When you look at the cover of an archaeological magazine, that's what you want to see on it.
0: I lean into Ella and I go, he's got a stupid fucking name. I've got a much better name than that Wein- Reinhardt Weiss
2: bastard. Weiss with a, with the with w becomes a v i
0: i
1: agree my dear was this somebody that you knew from other digs did he work for the museum before
2: never never heard of the man
1: so how the <laughs> hell how, how the hell do you know he's qualified
2: oh catherine <laughs> i do my due diligence you know this I mean, I mean i mean that's the best way we work here i had my secretary make a phone call he answered the phone and he said he was Reinhard Weiss. and I and she said I've heard you're an archaeologist. He said yeah, or whatever, <laughs> and, and 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 we were off. But it, it came from it came from from investors, you see, people that were financing the dig had, okay. had this man on their lips. Oh, um, uh, several several, including including that young Boston. He was. Uh, young, yeah, he was absolutely one hundred and fifty percent, absolutely emphatic that this man should lead the dig.
1: I've never heard you mention this guy from like your cricket circles and garden parties. Oh, younger man,
2: uh, coming oh. through the coming up through the so uh, Eric Marston, uh, excellent chap. Uh, I, it's fun, I can't believe I haven't mentioned him, but yes, no, he was you, the one. You, who... you
1: haven't. So Marston, big old investor, basically wants his buddy to. Yeah. Thinking, I don't think he's ever written a check, hmm. so I have to call him about how, that. Yeah, you should. But it shouldn't yeah. just be you forking out,
2: dough. No, 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 no. But I mean, but normally investor's invest. I don't remember him ever ever. Maybe he, maybe he did it through a wire. I, 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 I can't recall.
1: Wait, wait, wait. So okay, check up on that. Who, who is this guy?
2: Well, he's the son of a of a woman from Lindisfarne from the island. Um, that's, his father that's great. was his father was a lord. Um. Eric A Mostert. charlatan, Eric. harlot type, or what? The mother?
1: Th- no, the Lord.
2: Don't know much about him, really. I really have to think about it. He from
1: far up north,
2: uh, almost to the the land of the of the ingrates and savages. You know, Scotland. Right. Crazies up there. Mm. Men wear skirts. It's, un- it's, un- it's unacceptable.
3: I whisper to Noted. um Faye. They're called kilts, but you know,
2: Ella. If do, are you recognizing the name?
3: The name. I am, and I've
0: been slapping Ella on the arm ever since I heard it, and I'm starting what? to kick what? Catherine
3: with one of my feet what 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 is it? why are you slapping me,
0: Marston? Were you not present? I wasn't even at that meeting with the poltergeist team
3: oh,
0: oh uh-huh yes. are you are you connecting the dots now? I'm like tapping her on the forehead
3: well that that's a real that's really d- dangerous because he has he can t- he has telepathic gifts with women oh.
2: He has the ability to control visions and dreams, Catherine. So... He has the ability to control visions oh. and dreams. <gasps> <gasps>
0: mm-hmm. I and think... Nothing. Wait, no. You're telling me... Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Oh, we're- Oh man, we're all connecting the dots. Oh, Jesus Christ. Oh, this bastard. Hey, Uncle Al.
2: I- yes, I'm here!
0: Was great to hear
1: your dulcet tones. Oh, right, of course. This Marston, is there any way that, um, you can check the guest list for the gala for me? What for? I want to know if he was there.
2: Of course he was there! Personally what? invited him.
1: But he's not an investor! How did you- Well, that's- uh,
2: I, I, I mean, uh, let's not go into the- uh, let's not split hairs here, Captain. Uh, Investor, I mean, I don't remember anything, but I'm I'm sure at some point he had to uh, give an endowment to someone
1: Right, okay, um, it's just Ducky, can't wait to meet him at some point
2: Oh, young gentleman, fairly handsome, ladies' man
1: Great, not my type, um, listen, also, since we're talking Um, yes? Margaret, the nosy, broad, um Mick I'm not gonna say that
2: Well, she's Irish
1: that, I'm not going to say that.
2: You're not going to say she's Irish?
1: Your sister married an Irish guy, remember?
2: And I would say it to his face. This is that's England. My,
1: that's my dad.
2: This isn't crazy. And Catherine, I've never held it against you.
1: <laughs> right. Okay. <laughs> so, anyway. This Margaret. England, for God's sakes. I, yeah. Not th- Wally This name. is England. Uncle Al, can I please speak?
2: <laughs> frankly? Uh,
0: yes.
1: I have already donated some of, my, some of the money that... I've been saving towards this cause. cause? So have all of my companions. I'm getting there. Margaret is talking about gathering some capital to fund the support of this. This man has been wrongfully imprisoned. This this great and noble thinker over in India. And Mm -hmm. it would be the most niche, the most obscure, excellent charity to bring up at your next dinner. Your next
2: candlelight little meeting of wealthy lords. What pet project is she doing now? You know, uh oh, abolishing fox hunts. Uh, a woman always has a pet cause.
1: And this one, I guarantee you, will be in the papers, but none of your friends are going to you're the first to hear about it. <sighs> From the horse's mouth. Well, the mouth that was next to the horse's mouth. Listen.
2: What are we doing What is she doing now?
1: We're freeing a man who was wrongfully imprisoned. Oh, imprisoned for
2: what? Where? Where are in India? Wait. She lives in India, doesn't she? Yes, I'm in India. Oh, for the love of God! There's a million people in prison in India because there's ten million of them. A lot of people there, Catherine.
1: Yes, but this man is an important man, and he's looking to.
2: But, 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 but it's the British government. That's we, I mean, it's India. It's part of the. It's part of our colony. You want me to go against the uh, against my own queen, king, and country? I'm not asking
1: you to go against the king and country. I'm asking you to give them money to Margaret so she can go against queen and country.
2: How much? How much is she asking for? What? What? What kind of number are we looking at, Catherine? I, I mean, I—I I feel this is rather—it's India, is, fifty pounds. That's it. Fifty pounds. She's bugging you for fifty pounds.
1: Um, keeper, I'm works. thinking that uh, keeper. I'm thinking that in India, the exchange rate.
2: Yeah, fifty pounds is a lot, but it's—it's it's a lot. It's you're making a long distance call and everything. You would think it'd be a little more than that, but yes. a okay, hundred pounds. A
1: hundred pounds.
2: Oh, Catherine, if you're that skint where you can't afford to give this woman another hundred pounds. You, you only gave me five, and I have to live on that. Because I'm trying to teach you some value. <laughs> I'm almost 40. Uh, and you're still calling me. Catherine, you need to tuck it in a little bit. You know, <laughs> uh, t- taking an odd job here and there. Cut some wood. Plow a field. Cut some wood. Whatever, you're a strong woman. This is, uh, you wear those shoes? They're probably comfortable for hauling things. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, if you if you don't want to get involved no 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 do it uh, give it 100 pounds i, I will why where are you going I, I that way i can wire you some additional funds i just i just i what, your mother where am Dr. i going i i need to be able to get these funds to you catherine where are, are you staying in india for at least a couple days so the bank can clear it
1: oh i'm i cover the phone with my hand where are we going after new york and how long are we going to be in new york
0: um i mean we're probably going to be in new york for a couple of days and then where are we meeting i think we're going to portugal to meet vodham right okay so tell him tell him portugal
3: Okay.
2: Catherine? Um send it to Lisbon.
3: Um, I've heard it's lovely this
0: time of year. Hi, Uncle
1: Al. Um, in a couple of weeks I'm gonna be in Portugal. Just send it there. Couple of
2: weeks? What bank would I send it to, Catherine? I mean you we have to be a little bit more precise. I mean I I I I, I, I there's a there's probably at least two or three banks in Lisbon, if not more.
1: I don't I've never been to Lisbon, I don't know. Is there can't you just send so it to why, Margaret? I To who? Can't you just send it to the hotel where I'm at right now? Oh, but nobody I, would be able to accept it.
2: I, 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 Catherine, you give her what you what you got, you can, and when you get to your next destination, call me. When you're going to be there for a couple of days, so I can at least have the barristers arrange the transfer. I I don't know what else to do. I can't just be willy nilly sending money all over the globe.
1: I understand that completely. Thank you so much. It's been it's been a pleasure. Oh, is it?
2: Yes, (laughs) I'm fabulous to talk to on the phone.
1: Yes, you are. You're a delight and a treat. Well, um,
2: tell all your friends, but don't have them call.
1: Okay, great. What are your plans for today? It's a Friday.
2: Oh my god, I'm trying to I'm trying to regain myself from my three day work week. I'm I'm nearly exhausted, Catherine. Right. Taking the Mickey right out of me. Yesterday I was in the I had to go to the office for let's see, I was there from one to three, uh a cigar club. I played uh I played Krivich, and then uh, yeah it, exhausting. Sounds it. Uh, you know this- I used to work fourteen hour shifts in the hospital. And what did it teach you? Not how to hold on to your money, that's for damn sure. It, you would think after all that hard work, you'd be like, that's my penny, cousins. You're not taking it for some some person in a prison cell.
1: Taught me to, you know, not what, what? complain about being tired. It taught me perseverance and strength, and I was able to help a lot of people. Okay, it's been lovely.
2: All right. I'll hold my breath to your next call. I'll probably pass I out. I
1: promise to call and not ask you asinine questions or for money next time.
2: Oh, well. And they say that Jesus is coming. Wow. We'll find out which is first.
1: Oh, the end of the world, maybe.
2: Godfrey, <laughs> hang up that phone. Bye. So he passes it to the butler who has to hang it up for him.
1: Thanks, Godfrey.
2: <laughs> and uh, Again, good travels, miss. And he hangs up the phone.
1: Good luck with the bunions.
2: <laughs> Very good.
0: Okay, so fucking Marston put the curse on me. Yeah, and he got me fucking fired, so I think we both have a good reason to be angry with him.
3: I'm mad as hell! He must have been there the night of the museum opening when you heard the name of AOAS. He was. Um, Uncle Al confirmed that.
0: Well, Catherine, maybe this means that there isn't a curse. Maybe he can reverse whatever he did.
1: Maybe. That would be ideal.
0: Maybe I can do a counter-hypnosis. I don't think that Catherine's gonna like that. Um, Al. No.
2: And it's not it's not hypnosis.
0: They were gonna go and find
3: Marston next,
0: right? You said Sid and the rest of his team, that's where they were going?
3: They were going to go after Marston because his mother is currently trapped on Linda's farm. Or that that's what I heard last we spoke.
0: Maybe when we do finally get the chance to talk to Sid, we could ask him, find out about what happened to Marston. That's a good idea.
2: So you now know that the actual cause of Catherine's weird visions was uh, if you're putting it all together in, in the way you're thinking, Caravaggio was uh, introduced to some of Marston's abilities and asked Marston, that's why he wasn't sure if it could be rectified, but said, if I bring you back to England, I might be able to get it fixed. All that ties into the timeline of Poltergeist where they're now hunting Eric Marston because of what he's been doing with his powers that are far, far more dangerous. Uh, they've grown even since the the meeting at the, at the museum.
0: Mind blown. Yeah, I'm like wow that is a holy biscuit too bad the guys aren't here that's gonna be a hard one to uh explain to them can you imagine messaging sid
1: like hey sid hope you found marston punch him in the face for me
0: oh yeah i feel like once sid finds out um what exactly he did to his bird his favorite bird his toffee pudding yeah he's gonna he's gonna beat the crap out of him so uh yeah
2: so, listeners, uh, to catch up on Operation Poltergeist, uh, of course, join the Patreon. We know that uh, it is going to be start releasing. I think the official first date is June fifteenth, and it'll be a two. It'll re- uh, release twice a month on Patreon, and uh, I can tell you that the Marston adventure is well and deeply underway for our recording scheme. We've already recorded six shows, so we have a, a nice. Uh, we already know where it's going, and it's. <laughs> oh yeah, this one's gonna. That one gets really adult and really freaky. So,
0: Yeah, if you think this is bad, see what's behind the paywall.
2: Yeah, see what we can do when we don't have to worry about children listening. Uh, all right, so you get on the plane. You are able to fly first into Madrid. Uh, I'm sure there's multiple stops, like a Sicily, because planes back then just couldn't go that far, right? They had to have multiple stops. So you would have jumped from India. You would have come up, maybe Madagascar or flown over to Sicily. From Sicily, you would have hit Spain. From Spain, then you do the transatlantic, you get that flight done. So yeah, you're in the plane probably, oh, I'm going to say 18 to 20 hours to make a trip like that uh, from Sicily. Yeah, so listeners, the team has decided to go and check out um, the package that may have been, that was left by uh, Mr. Dawson with his attorney. And the attorney's names are, the attorney is Thaddeus, yeah, Thaddeus Prescott, and it's from Smythe barlow prescott and day the attorneys in in new york that's where she has to head but we also have a lot of other places that the the, uh, ladies may want to you know examine so um flight is uneventful you arrive at new york you land at whatever airport was there prior to jfk if it well i'm not sure i don't think jfk wouldn't have been there i
0: actually just i looked this morning just in case um there were no airports yet it was newark airport so we would have to fly in there and then make our way over newark
2: is older than any of the new york airports huh dead
0: serious yeah they were they were built i forget the exact days but um
2: yeah go new jersey
0: go new jersey hell yeah
2: so we have an older airport and pork roll and pizza so everybody else that's fine that's all we got uh oh and the shore which is sort of like a beach so you land in newark it's just probably just a couple tarred runways and big fields in the swamp uh which is what it was what it is it's all swampland and, uh, you take a cab into the city to, mel- uh, so Faye, are you going to head back to your domicile first? Uh, do you have a key or are you going to go to, are you going to arrange for, to stay one night in a hotel and then hook up with, um, this guy on Monday morning?
0: No, I would have, I would have a key to my home, um, with me. It's probably lodged in somewhere, but, um, I've got the key and I think, um, cause I wanted everyone to come and stay with me at my home. It's a familiar place. It's free. Okay. So um yeah we'll just we'll make our way into Brooklyn. Um I would have um let him know. My dad's friend was I had set up for him to watch the house just to make sure you know no kids try to break in like a pipe yeah. doesn't burst. Yeah. So I let him know that we're coming
2: before from Newark or India.
0: Um India just to give him warning.
2: Yeah, that gets all the uh the drapes all the sheets off the the furniture so it's not dusty. Uh he gets a maid service to come in and just tidy up a little bit.
0: How sweet, Wow.
2: Well yeah, yeah, well, it's you know he knew your dad. All right, so you you make it there now for uh, listeners, we'll post some photos when this episode goes live of the brownstone that uh, was just, that was owned by uh, R- Richard Dawson and uh, his daughter his wife and daughter Faye where they lived. Um, this is the place it's it, uh, Kayla, if you need to see it as well, it's on our Cthulhu and Cairo p- page. We have it there in, in the messenger right now. Faye, were you uh, actually, Faye? Were you sending those to me, or were you sending those to? Did you send those to? The group?
0: I think I was just sending them to um you, so let me just send them over to the girls real fast. Yeah, let me. Ch- yes, here, um, ladies, it's being sent into Crazy Crones. There we go.
2: I don't even. There's a chat called Crazy Crones.
0: That's our. That's our group chat.
2: It's the oh. sisters' group chat. Wow.
1: I love that Faye did an actual... This is beautiful! Oh,
0: thank you so much. That is my You that have is my a great home. home. I mean,
1: it's, it's, it's in Brooklyn, and it's, you know...
2: Okay, bitch. Brooklyn in 1930s was gorgeous.
0: Not my,
1: you know... It's not Catherine's New York doctor dad's house in Manhattan. But First right. of
3: all, the library is where I will be heading first. Yeah, there's a lot of I, shit up there, so you'll that have... That library um, looks immaculate.
1: You have a wonderful kitchen. Thank you. I can make so many pots
0: of beans. It was designed by my mother. Thank you. Did she cook beans? <laughs> yes.
2: <laughs> All right. So, yes, this is the kind of thing when it's ladies night. So let's uh, – <laughs> what a great kitchen. Did she make beans?
0: All the girls here are obsessed with HGTV, and, yeah, right. it it happens.
2: All right. So, the yeah, the cab pulls you in, um, asks for, you know, $6 from fare from Newark back then to – somewhere in brooklyn probably even less probably like four dollars uh you pay the man you uh send the staircase up to the brownstone so um if no most people i think know what a new york brownstone looks like but they're basically uh what some people would call row homes or homes that are attached so you have you know it's usually three to four stories high they're all usually brown brick or some form you know like that brown looking thing they have a usually a very strong stone looking staircase they lead up to a, a door and that door leads to usually one or two apartments either you have a break off inside or each one has its own external door In this case it has an external door of its own Faye opens it everything's on that the power's on everything's the, what Faye is the way you remember it um with the exception of the fact that your father's not there so let's just just thought I'd throw that
0: thank you um
2: early yeah just
0: no that's okay I'm, I'm surprised you're not making me make a sanity check um
2: it's coming home I would think that this is a positive thing it is you know, if I thought it was going to cause, I'm not saying that there may not be stress later, but right now I would think it's pretty, Thank you. it's all above board. Yeah.
0: Um, no, it's, you know, I, to set the scene, I walk in with my bags, kind of reminiscing on how many times I've done this over the years, especially after my father retired, you know, coming home, she finds herself fighting the urge to call for her dad Um, in the house. So she kind of just goes like, D- oh, and she has a moment. She collects herself, and then she turns to Catherine and Ella and goes, Well, this is where I grew up. This is my home. Welcome, please, everyone. Make yourselves at home.
2: Yeah, the cabbie helps bring all the rest of the bags up. Somebody tips him, and he wanders off. You know, he's like, thank you. Good night, ladies. If you ever need anything, just call Mitzi Cabs.
3: Ah, thank you, Mitzi. Have a good night. Are there, like... Is it exactly like the photos, Mel? Or are there, like, Egyptian artifacts or, like, papers strung around the floor? Because I... Like Ella's first thought is I expected it to feel more homey well no
0: it is um it is homey it's it's nice and decorated um for listeners the way I'll describe it um the bottom floor is sort of the living area that's where the sitting room the dining room the kitchen is there's a small bathroom down here the second floor has all of the bedrooms uh there's four in total and then the top floor so it's three stories the top floor is where my father's study was and that's where all of the Artifacts, things that we've collected over the years, um, all of our books, that's where they are. So we don't really keep any artifacts down here. This is more just, you know, quaint art, a nice vase occasionally.
1: Right. Nothing creepy.
0: Probably like an old photos of family, childhood photos of me, you know. A little creepy. Excuse you. So yeah, I'll just, I'll, I'll, I'll lead the way. I'll forge ahead, you know, put my stuff down. Uh, sit on the couch kind of just plop myself onto the couch and I look at everyone and I kind of gesture to the other chairs and I go please I'll show you guys around in a second
1: Catherine sits down rather uncomfy slightly because this is the house of the guy that she shot right to save him and or to end his suffering but still right it's probably bringing up memories for Faye obviously and you know it's just
3: just I'm quiet all right
2: Ella, I would, yeah, you know, if, unless you're going to, as long as you're not doing too much touchy-touchy, you should be okay.
3: I'll keep the touchy-touchy thing to myself for a minute, you know? Like, don't just break it out right now, but I'll have some tea if it's offered, or is it coffee in the States? Uh, no, I,
0: I think coffee tastes like sludge, so we'll make tea. Oh, there's no coffee? I I mean, I can make you coffee. I mean, my dad used to drink coffee. i it's got to be here somewhere. I mean, it might not be good no more, but, you know.
1: Listen... Anything that'd be great. It's fucking cold.
0: Yeah, I'll um I'll I'll go on and um put the kettle on, get everything ready. Do you want help? Uh no. Or no, if honestly, if you guys wanted to walk around, um please feel free. Um Okay. I'll lead you guys on a formal tour soon, but just give me a minute, I'll make tea and then we could walk around.
2: Fantastic. Coffee's done with a percolator, so that would be done on the stovetop. Uh it would you know, it has the old perk style where the water has to shoot up and then go over the grounds and resettle back into the bottom of the pot. So you set one of those on for Catherine? Yeah, uh, they w- they're they're just kind of mulling about in the live in I guess the living room, the formal living room.
1: I'm looking at pictures of you know Faye's mom and you know thinking, wow, looks just like her. Isn't that neat looking at the odd book title.
3: I check the mail.
2: The mail's all been collected. Uh, That's what there is, it's a
0: crime.
1: <laughs> what? No, I'm I don't kidding. know where. <laughs> i don't know what it's like <laughs> in england but you can't just go through people's mail
3: i was only going to read the envelopes you you crazy women it's nice maybe you missed something or maybe caravaggio sent you a check yeah he fucking better
0: for all the pain and suffering he's caused me
2: she's walking right she's walking around with a tray she's like cream sugar my man. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> what's wrong with you Get out! Get out! Yeah, this is a woman who's kind of nosy. She's like, oh, I kind of want to see what happens.
2: Well, she's a...
1: Kind of want to see what happens when I go through my grieving companion's <laughs> mail.
2: So, uh, Ella's going... Ella, Ella goes through the mail. Ella, you don't... I mean, I don't know what, if you're looking for her. This, you know, inside is a check from Caravaggio. There's nothing that says inside is a check from Caravaggio. Time-sensitive open. No, it's, it's, it's just mail from the university. Um, stuff like that. Nothing... I only mention cuz that's one of the first things. Like there's something from Trump, something from the bank, Dawson's bank account where, you know, there's information about the title of the car. Yeah, it, it's it's just standard stuff. Nothing nothing out of the ordinary that or nothing that you see could be nefarious.
0: Fair enough. I um I bring out the tray with all the drinks, I give them to the girls and I go, "You want me to show you the rest of the house?" Uh, yeah, let's let's do it. How many floors is it? Uh just 3. Um second floor is uh all the bedrooms so that's where we'll be sleeping and then the third floor is uh my father's study which I know
3: you're probably dying to get to well just because Mm. I mentioned it on the plane and the taxi cab over doesn't mean I can't be patient do we have to like
1: I think we should only go in there if Faye is comfortable with it
3: well that was a given I mean if she doesn't want me to go in there and she has the key I can't exactly sneak in
0: oh no please it's um no I I don't I don't mind i i, I want to show you guys you know you're you're my closest friends my my only friends so i would love to go show you upstairs oh
3: darling Great. hug my only friend. My only- <laughs> <laughs> this is so awkward C- catherine come in here oh jesus no Christ. i'm good i'm good darling she needs support let's bolster come come uh, nope i'm fine
0: let's go up the stairs
1: I'm going to bolster from over here. Faye, this is a great cup of coffee. I'm
0: so glad that you like it. It doesn't taste like dishwater. It's only a month past its Best by date. That's great. We're doing good. Um, I
2: lovingly clutch my cup.
0: <laughs> this is an excellent cup
1: of java. Oh, the warmth
2: coming off is almost like that of a human body. Um, okay.
1: That's why I drink hot things. It's to feel. <laughs>
0: oh, my God.
2: All right. Up the stairs you go. Bedrooms are there. Washroom, the whole bit. It's it's a nice home. Um, everybody, Ella and Catherine, go ahead and make me an idea roll. Not Faye. What are you bastards going to do to my home?
3: <laughs> Excuse Hard you, keeper. Okay, that's a no from me. Um, definitely a no from me. Hard okay. success.
2: Catherine, there's a little a little thought at the back of your head. This is this. You're, you're thinking once again that you've seen homes like this in people that's don't normally have the monetary maybe gains to do some of the things that they have. When you went into Aveline's house, you were like, how does a school teacher afford this much house in London? And a professor can afford, can have some nice things. But this is a really nice brownstone. Like this has a lot to it. There's a lot, the the library is very extensive. So Faye wouldn't think anything of it. That's how she grew up. But you're like, wow, there's, hmm, It's a lot of property. This is is a beautiful place and a beautiful location, not far from the park in Brooklyn. (laughs) She's got the bridge. I mean, like this is a, this is the, some of the best real estate in that area. And it's, you know, it, it just looks like either they, maybe there was an inheritance or he Hmm. really was very good with his money. Maybe he did the stocks. Of course, the depression was not too long ago. So I'm not sure how they would have done that, but you see what I'm saying? You're just getting that vibe of like, wow, he's, he must have made maybe money. He was doing. He was doing well. Magics for the rich people. Um, I'm not saying that. I'm saying that maybe he was just doing well. Hmm.
1: Faye, this is a this is a lovely home. This is a very very nice home.
0: Oh, thanks. Um, my my parents bought it when they got married, so it's the only home I've oh. ever really known.
1: Wow. Jeez.
0: No, this is this is seriously nice. Hmm. Thank you.
2: I probably shouldn't have told that to Miss Subtle. She yeah. had the best role.
1: <laughs> I'm not going to go further. Huh? What, what'd you pay for it? No, I didn't ask that. That was a joke. That was a joke.
0: I take him upstairs. I'm kind of side-eyeing Catherine because she's being a little weird. Er. Yeah, weirder than normal. Um, and I open up the door to my father's study. And I step in first. I kind of just pause at the door for a second. So that I can't let them in yet, because I just kind of want to take it in by myself
2: first. It definitely uh, now you're gonna have to it's not even a Sanji check. You smell the aftershave. Uh, his leather wingback chair is there. it's got an it, the, the the cushion on the bottom is in is got the where he, the, the pants have worn the leather. Uh, so you can see you can actually see him sitting there the way he would sit as he read a book at night under this really beautiful floor lamp. All his books are there. His desk is in order. Everything seems to be where it's supposed to be. But you just, yeah, you have a strong sense of, with between the, the, the chill in the air and, like I said, the smells and the, and the look of the room as the lights come on. Yeah, this is probably the most private and personal of his spaces. Not that you weren't allowed in here, but if there was one place where your father, where you would say this is where he would be if I came home in the afternoon, this is where he'll be after dinner. This was the room. Yeah. This was the man cave of his time.
0: Yeah. um, She kind of just stays in the doorway for a second. You know, it's her eyes are just kind of trailing along everything. You know, the by his table where his chair was were probably the last books that he was reading before he left on the plane to come and try to bring me home. There's just probably, you know, just, just regular clutter like that you would leave behind when you go on a trip, but you don't know that you're not going to come back. It's like when someone passes away and you're kind of going through their home and you find like that half drunk cup of coffee that they never finished. Yeah. So she's just kind of just standing there for a second, you know, tears are kind of welling in her eyes, but she's trying really hard not to lose it.
2: Okay. So eventually the other two girls come in, Ella, you look around, Kat, you look around, Kate, you look around. Same thing I've described to her. Definitely. You know, this is a space that for an academic, a man or woman, but someone who was raised in more of an Ivy league setting, you know, Definitely. Scholarly. This is the professor's lounge, you know, the professor's office, right? This is where every where the more important books would be. So you said books that he had been reading when when he left. One of the books that's out is the Gnostics. It's a book about Gnosticism and the study of the Gnostics in how they tied into uh, the heresies of against the church and their belief in. Their philosophies when it came regards to miracles and magic. So it's called Gnostics, Miracles, and Magic. That was the last book that he had out.
3: I immediately go pick that up.
2: Okay. Oh boy. And you are now holding Gnostics, the miracle, uh, miracles, and uh, miracles versus magic.
3: I turn to Faye and go. I believe I would like to read this tonight before bed, just to you know get cracking, as it were. Uh, I
0: mean, sure, by all means. I mean, if you guys find anything, you know, it's. Catherine, this all isn't just, you know, history and magic or whatever. I mean, my the classics that I inherited from my mom are on that shelf over there if you wanted to read anything. You got, you got
1: Wuthering
3: Heights? Of
0: course I've got Wuthering Heights.
1: It's my favorite romance.
0: I got Wuthering Heights and Jane Eyre and every single Jane Austen novel known to man right on that shelf for you.
3: I don't think a library would be complete without at least one Bronte sister or Jane Austen. It sounds like something my mom would say. Oh, that our mothers were very similar people. Oh, was she also academically inclined? She liked to read,
0: but um, uh, my my grandfather was a banker, um, so she grew up with in a banking family, and then right, she married my dad when she was nineteen, and
2: as it was, that might explain the house, Catherine.
1: I'm putting two and two together. Yep, um, Catherine's house is you know, Catherine's family situation, English mom got swept off her feet by the idea of by romantic tales of gilded age in new york and married a, an american doctor and then realized yeah cool this is kind of a high life but it's not the landed gentry of back home so it was a bit of a wake up call
0: yeah it's new mo- it's new money versus old money exactly hey what was your mother's maiden name chamberlain um her name was nora chamberlain
2: keeper do i know them you know, you recognize the name as banking,
0: right? I
1: mean, li- listeners, I'd like to point out it's been twenty years since Catherine's been in New York, but you know, from childhood, it's like, oh, would I would she recognize the name?
2: The Chamberlain family in New York is all over, they have businesses all over the place,
0: right? Yeah, I'm. I'm just kind of wandering around, just taking in the study. I'm just kind of, you know, going around and touching things, pulling books off of shelves, um, looking at some of the artifacts that we collected over the years and just kind of reminiscing to myself. And nothing looks weirder out of place, right? We've already said that.
2: Nothing so far as you're looking. You do pick up a photograph and you're looking at it with you and your mom. And it was a little bit later after she had already started to fall a little ill. Like she was it was part of um a period of time where she knew that she had an illness, but there was no prognosis yet on, on the severity of that illness. So she had lost a little bit of weight. She was just feeling, you know, a little tired here and there, a little bit off, but you're in the photo and it, the way you're almost, you never noticed it before, but you're a little blurry in the picture. Like the rest of the picture is super sharp, but you're blurry. Like your image is that of it's, it's almost as if the camera, or you had must you must have moved or shifted enough where it caused that old you know the old style codex where you had to open the cap and fire it for 10 or 12 seconds again like I said building behind it uh the tree not far it's down the street from you you remember where the picture was even taken it's just down the street from this brownstone but um you're the you uh, the image of you is just slightly off
0: i attribute it to me being i mean you guys think i'm rambunctious now i was even worse when i was a kid so I just attribute it to you know I probably was just squirming I didn't want to sit still so I just kind of look at the picture fondly um, I just put it down in a safer spot and I just continue looking around.
2: Okay. Anybody else looking at pictures, photos, cards, books?
1: Catherine grabs a couple novels, moody gothic type stuff and
2: puts them in her bag. M- maybe a <laughs> plastic.
1: No, we're I'm we're gonna sure. be here for a few days. It's it, it'll be nice to have like a few days to rest up and absolutely it's when everybody else is busted and gets to sleep and rest, somebody has to still kind of be awake. So this is my rest period. Right. Also, I, I I don't want to bludgeon this over the head, but Mr. Dawson and I, I feel weird being in the guy's house. Understood. So I'm trying to be as respectful as possible
3: and not pilfer through his things.
2: Okay. And Ella,
3: I want to look at, like, the knickknacks, artifacts, those things that are not traditionally something you would see in somebody's library, like, I don't know, a shabti, a statue, some just small things and just start, like, looking around, because, again, this is a guy who is into Egyptology, and we all know that we're supposed to end up in Egypt with the items of power eventually, so... Her brain is like, oh, I want to send. I want to see if anything's like got the sense of magic.
2: Everything that you see here, Kayla, is reproductions of Egypt things from Egypt, and the main reason is is because Richard Dawson was an archaeologist who truly, truly believed that they be- that this stuff belonged in a museum. Anything he would have kept that would have been from a dig would have been so inconsequential. Uh, but yet he does have like a statue of Nefetiri's head. Um, he's got a sun disc of raw. He's got, you know, on the wall, he's got pieces of pottery. That's just broken and would never have been of value. He's got that in like a case with some notes and under a gla- under glass, an Egyptian arrowhead that was really badly scarred and nicked. Like the museum wouldn't want it. Other than that, though, anything big, anything that would have been of, of substance, he would have never wanted to keep it. He wasn't like a Howard Carter. Carter was in it for the money and the glory, right? This this is an archaeologist who actually wanted to study, who wanted to learn and invest in invest in the future. People understanding where are where we came from in the history of the people. So it's it's anything that would be Egypt sexy is is a replica.
3: Then she'd probably like. If Faye's still in the room. Faye, Faye, you're in the room, right?
0: Yeah, honestly, she's thinking about maybe sleeping in here tonight, like on the settee or something. Mm -hmm. Just to, you know, kind of feel. She was going to give one of you her room anyway. um, And then we have a guest room. um, And I was either going to sleep in my father's room or I was going to sleep on the couch up here. So, yeah, she is still in here.
3: Darling. Yeah. When you went on digs with your father, did he ever keep anything interesting and perhaps put it somewhere not
2: here excellent question
0: i mean we do i know that he had a safe hidden somewhere around here um but i don't i never saw what he put in there but other than that um i can't think of anything and well back then i thought that he used to tell me everything but you know for all i know why are you getting a feeling are you getting a tingle something's nearby
3: it's not so it's not a motive it's not as much a tingle as just a a knowing um no but if he warded it with spells and charms in order to hide such things i would not be surprised considering his affiliations with occult magic he would know the symbols to use to hide such presences in his private quarters. When we collect the items tomorrow from his will, perhaps he will give you the location of said safe, perhaps the combination as well, or we could call a locksmith. I
0: mean, yeah, it's, um, cause I'm trying to think. I I didn't know that he practiced any kind of magic or anything like that until he told me, you know, those months ago, but I never- What? No, I'm just, really? Did you not see my shocked face? Back then? You were there.
1: Look, hun, I'm not trying to- I'm just- If people want to hide the occult, they'll hide the occult. Uncle Al collects taxidermied penguins, and he doesn't think anybody knows, but we all know. I just didn't know if since you found out you put some things together in your mind. That's all. Not that the occult and taxidermied penguins are the same, like, level of weird.
0: No, I, yeah, I, no, it's okay, I get it. Um, I mean, Keeper, would I have, you know, kind of put anything together? I mean, you know, it's, she's been thinking about that, uh, that dig that she went on in Mexico, and, you know, how her father just kind of dismissed her a lot when it came to magic, and, you know, back then she thought, oh, it's because, you know, I was a, I was a 14-year-old kid, and now she's thinking, oh, it's because it was dealing with magic
2: well let's talk about this for a moment listeners we're going back to something that they've recently seen
0: oh god not this again
2: there is a there is a quote in here i believe about mexico isn't there
0: dawson was not innocent mexico was a test that's what it had
2: said correct on the wall of the monastery up in katmandu when you were speaking to im uh ime Bumptu, right mm-hmm. so but that dawson exactly
0: uh, no, Dawson was not innocent. I was 14. I was very innocent back then.
2: Oh, but let's remember the adventure. What about the adventure? What about it?
0: I'm trying to remember.
1: Listeners, that. if you're wondering what this massive inside scoop is, join our Patreon.
2: Listen to <laughs> face-to-face solo, solo Adventures.
3: You, yes. see the, you see the trending theme here, listeners? In order to get the full scope of the story, please pay a dollar. That's all we ask.
0: Yeah, Faye's about to uh, about go back and uh, listen to that. Uh,
2: so there was a the whole thing where somebody ended up getting getting injured and killed.
0: Oh, oh yes, I I had to lie about something, but I was kind of strong-armed into it.
2: So Dawson was not innocent. Mexico was a test. So which Dawson could be the that may have something to do with it, but we'll find out as we go forward. All right, it's late. It's getting late. Uh, I'm sure that. You, you, there's a little cafe nearby. You go out, you have dinner, you lock up, everybody comes back normal. Uh, Lauren goes to bed with her 17 novels of the Encyclopedia Britannica. <laughs> Ella's laying down for some light reading about the Gnostics. And uh, tomorrow we'll be able to take off head over to the, the attorney's house. There are places, listeners, where the, the team should be looking into going. Uh, this is the capital of the Cobalt Club, which I'm sure we haven't heard in a long time. Catherine is now a member, thanks to uh, Aveline and her her will, that she left that to her. We also have the museum in the area where Dawson worked. We have the uh, the Thesopical Society. One of their headquarters is here because, as I told them when they were in England, uh, Blavatsky had come to the United States and been very successful here. She had opened one of the largest ones was in New York, and not to mention the attorneys. So the girls have a lot to cover, and we're going to jump into that next time. This has been a lot of fun, but. We're going to find out more about what they want to, what they learned. We know all about the house. Now we've seen the Dawson, the Dawson uh, Brownstone, and we've gotten a real good vibe of where Faye and her, her friends are. Well, but that doesn't mean that that's where it's going to end. So we'll see what we come up with next time. But from all of us here at the Bardock College, I want to say thank you. Good night. Keep on listening. Like, share, subscribe to all that fun stuff. And we appreciate you. Good night, everybody.
0: Thanks for listening to this episode of Cthulhu in Cairo. You can like, share, and subscribe to us wherever you get your podcasts. The music you're listening to is Return of the Mummy by the great Kevin McLeod. Join us next time to see where our intrepid explorers find themselves next.